Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, 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 very pleasant. Good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone and OneRadioNetwork.com. It's the last day of March, and it's Friday. Let me write that down. March 31th. Wow. Grab, grab a new pen. My pen ran out of ink. See, I knew it, and I brought one new one up. Well, good morning to you. Um, I would like to tell you that our 800 line is up and running, and I can tell you that I figured out the reason why it's not yesterday, so that means it's probably going to be solved very soon, maybe even during today's show. You never know. We have uh, quite a bit to talk about. I got a little list here. See my little bullet points. Um, we're going to talk about um, my theories and experiences of how the body heals and what's going on when we quote get sick unquote when we get sick. Um, red lights. Red light on one's testicles, just for you guys. Um, And the deer exercise for testosterone and strength. Uh, The dollar reserve currency issue, which we're hearing a lot about, and, and it's much deeper, I think, than what just the idea of what's going on. Something else is going on with the global eye. You know, the global eye. Waste not, want not. Um, coffee. What am I going to sing like? Oh, yeah, I know. And never question self. Put that on my notes. Oh, so, oh, also my morning routine. Several of you have asked about that. Not that. It's not exciting, but I'll, I'll share it with you. So, there was lots to talk about here. We just kind of tripped the light fandango on on Fridays. Just you and you and you and you and me and you and you. And the way to participate. But you never know, the phone line just may pop on during this show. Is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Hope you're doing well. Last day of the month, if you believe in the month thing. So the telephone. So a couple, three weeks ago, I think, I believe on around the 10th of March, something like that. Even earlier, we had this ice storm and we like to call it the two inches of global warming we had and and uh, and you know and, and so it was great and it busted the phone line evidently that brings it right under line. We only have one one landline coming in anywhere into the house. And so we start calling and 
got to fix it in. A lot of delays because they have a lot of lines down. We had just quite, it was quite a nice ice storm. And so the longer it went on, the kind of more frustrated I got. This is the key here. And, and it was tough kind of keeping tabs on them because God love them, the phone companies these days, I mean, I don't know if you have any dealings with uh, AT&T or Frontier, any of these people. It's they're it's almost like they're just fading out into the sunset. They keep cutting people and not a criticism, just an observation. Uh, the people that you talk to are generally in India. So because they pay them, you know, $5 an hour, they can't really speak English that well. And they mean well, and they try, but it's just a mess. It's just phone companies, just a Anyway, so it's really fun to have the 800 line so people can call in. And so they kept making these appointments and then nothing happened and I would call them. And I just kept getting frustrated. And then yesterday, or, or uh, three, four, five days ago, they said, okay, well, we're going to definitely get to it on Thursday. And I said, oh, that'd be great. I didn't say, yeah, I did say that. I was really, that'll be great because we can have this, the 800 line ready for Friday on, on this Friday, like today. So they called uh, yesterday and, and said, well, we can't do it till Friday. And without giving it any consideration, I reacted to it and got really frustrated and gave the person a hard time, which is really stupid because they don't know what's going on. Some person in India, they just get a message. But that's what happens when you get out of control and get frustrated. And right in the middle of it, I just got it. Like, no wonder this thing keep, keeps going on. You know, the more you resist it and get frustrated, the longer it's going to happen. And I saw it very clearly. And it was cool. So then I just took a breath and was real nice and said, okay, well, do what you can and I understand. And <laughs> do what you can, I understand. So this is how we create situations and this is how we prolong challenges is by not not understanding how not only do we create the challenge, but then if we don't accept the karma that we're dealing with and get, you know, angry about it or want it to happen or want it to change more quickly, like, I can't believe this stupid stomach thing has been going on for four years. I mean, come on, what's the deal? You know, it just makes it worse. Uh, it's a big one, you know, for all of us. But it was great because right in the middle of the conversation, I, I really got it. I, oh, wait, what are you doing? Just let it go. They're going to fix it. One. So I probably extended our non-phone communication probably two or three weeks just by 
being frustrated about it. And that's the way it works in physical reality. Because all of these things, whether it be 800 line or sciatica or heartburn or relationships, whatever it is, we create them all so we can learn how to uh, uncreate them, if you will. So how we can learn to accept them for what they are, our karma, our creation, be okay with it, and know that it will pass. As the saying saying goes, this too shall pass. And it will. It always does. And the longer we don't want it, the longer we're angry about it or frustrated with it or don't like it, want it to change, the longer it stays. And we can we can circle this around to whatever it is. I've had my IRS moments, you get you let that one go and it just goes away. We still have to pay, but at least it's painless. You just do it. And um Curious thing about this, when you take, say, for example, the Internal Revenue Service, and say you're like me and you've been a long time tax resistor and didn't really have liked the IRS because you knew, know, that the whole thing is unconstitutional. But the longer that I kind of fought that idea internally in my heart, mind, and was was frustrated about it, the more I would persist. And Divine Spirit is so intelligent that it will work with all of the players to have it persist more and more because we're all connected, right? Until we learn the lesson. And then once we learn the lesson, well, then it just ends. Oh, okay. Which, you know, my karma, the IRS is there, unconstitutional or not, they they have all the courts and the judges and you just pay and then that's it. And then you've, when, when it's that energy, well, then you somehow manage to uh, create the money to pay it. And it just works. But when we fight things like that or resist them, that will make matters worse because if we don't get the lesson, which is the only reason we are having the karmic experience is to get the lesson to not fight them, is that we can then even create more and more issues, which I've done, so which stops the money flow coming in to even pay the taxes and you see how that would work where you even get more frustrated because you don't even have the money to do the thing. Does that make sense? So that's the way spirit is. It's always working with us, even though it doesn't feel like it all the time, but it's always working with us until we get the lesson. And then it's over. Once we get the lesson, oh, well, that's it. Okay. This happens a lot with relationships. 
uh, we'll fight them and uh, whatever, go through all kinds of whoop-de-doops and it's your fault, my fault, and blah, blah, blah. And if it's just time to leave the relationship, that's all we really need to do is just get out gracefully, bowing on the way as you back out, stay friends, and it's good. Just move on. So until we do that with relationships, it's just going to continue to get worse. So give that some thought if you're on your way out of a relationship or wanting to get out or is um, get real clear with it. It's okay. It's okay to change. It's okay to say, you know, well, I don't think this is what we both really want. Why don't we just be friends and let's just go. What do you say? With that energy rather than, well, you were the one. See the difference? Then it just goes on. Just continues. I mean, you could take that forward to big picture. Uh, let's see, what would be a good example? Uh, by the way, uh, phone lines are going to come on any minute, any minute. But until they do, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We're live here Friday morning on the 31st, so join the show with an email. You hear things like what I'm talking about, they make sense, not make sense, we'll ask a question, how do you come up with these things, whatever. You don't have to agree with my perspective, whatever you want to email in, I'm good. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com So say, take this idea, and once again, this is all just my opinion, my experience, I could be totally wrong, and I, don't, I, I can't prove any of it, but this is what I do. So. This is my life. So. Um, you could take it to a deeper level. I mean, cosmic, big picture level. And, and um, let's just take this whole, let me have a little sip of, I'm having a coffee. Don't tell anybody, but I'm having a coffee. This morning. Hmm. Wow. We'll talk about coffee later. I fell off the wagon. Yeah. Um, so let's say, let's say, um, let's say I are, let's say that my understanding of what this Ukraine war is about is this. And this is just what I understand it to be. And again, just my opinion with my resources and people that I trust and my intuition. Um, this is my take on it. Is that, um, and it's necessary to do this so we can do this little fun, uh, fun metaphor exercise on, on not fighting. Is that Russia's pretty much been, they have the largest country in the world, they have all of the stuff they need, all of the oil and the metals and gold, they've got, they've got it all. Um, my opinion, Putin is not a territorial, mm, 
terrorist. He just wants to take over the world. I don't see any evidence of that. Matter of fact, all the evidence points just the opposite, that the United States with NATO and the EU uh, have got a thing for Putin, and they don't like him because they, he's too big for his britches, and he's got all their stuff, and they want his stuff. I don't think it's any more difficult than that. They want the gas, they want the oil, they want the gold, the largest country in the world. And they've always had this thing for Russia. I mean, always 60 years ago, when I was in grade school, they told us Russia was going to bomb us 60 years ago, or even 70 years ago. 70 years ago, when I was in grade school. Russia was going to nuke us at any minute now. We hide under the desk and do all that. So they, this whole Russia is a boogeyman has been going on forever. And, you know, big picture, we understand that the United States and all countries, they have to have a boogeyman because that's the only way you can get away with having a huge uh, defense budget, which is really an offense budget. They should call it the, the offense budget, not the defense budget. And to this day, it's about about a trillion dollars. trillion, which is a thousand billion. Check that out. So you have a, so you have a million, then a thousand million is a billion, and then you have a billion, which is a thousand billion is a trillion. That's a lot of uh, money if there's such a thing. Tr- I mean, can you imagine? I don't want to get too far afield here. But just put your imagination to how much of that money ends up doing any kind of something good for you and I and your kids and your grandkids and your wife or husband. Nobody's going to attack us. And if they do... The United States is the largest military in the world. What are you going to We got more rockets to blow up 10 times the world over. So they wouldn't need to spend anything. Trillion dollars. Anyway. So, so NATO, in my understanding, NATO and the IMF and the big boys, and they just want to get Russia. Because it's fun. You know, might as well try to go after somebody. He's the he's the devil. You gotta have a devil. And uh, they had this Minsk agreement, so they wanted to. All 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 Putin wanted is for uh, the NATO, which is the United States essentially. Nobody else gives him any money but us. The NATO. That Putin just wanted NATO not to go into Ukraine. That's all. That's all he wanted. Just don't go into Ukraine. He has 350 miles of border with Ukraine. Just don't go in there and we're good. I'll sell you my stuff. You sell me your stuff. Whatever. And Germany and the United States reneged on the Minsk Agreement. And then they put 
a their puppet in uh, Victoria Newland in the presidency of Ukraine. What was it? 2014. The famous video on YouTube that's still up there, I think. And they just say what they're going to do. They Wuchenko or somebody like that. And then they put in this you Zelensky fellow who's an entertainer. So, you know, they they're just trying to kick kick their ass. So they broke the agreement, so Putin goes in and is just gonna get rid of the Nazis in Ukraine, get rid of the biolabs, and uh, take over Ukraine and let the Russian people are there and they do do the whole thing and keep keep NATO out. So in my opinion, that's what this war is about. I could be wrong. I could be too naive and, and all that. So to my point about the only way this is going to really stop, just like with the phone or with your a relationship, is if both sides just kind of say, okay, really, what's going on here? You know, what's going on here? The United States could get out of it easily and just by getting real. Okay, Poots, yeah, we, we screwed up this NATO thing. We're not going to put NATO in. Let's just give it up. You can go back home. You know, not all these people don't have to die and, and just call it a day. Could do that. And then it's over. Just like a relationship or just like a disease or just like anything else, just like the phone problem, it's just over. When you quit fighting it. Now, I don't, uh, uh, the chances of that happening are probably slim to none. So, if you want to invest in the war with buying stocks in Boeing and all that, and your stock will go up, well, then do that. Not a, it's pretty much it. As long as we keep fighting, then. It just continues. So this happens with our our body as well. If we have the courage and the awareness to get really real, is that a word? Really real about how we create it, whatever it is, pain in the neck, low thyroid, whatever, cancer cells, and we really dig in and, and understand how we did create it. We then have the opportunity to, to get real and say, wow, well, that's interesting. Maybe this worry really created this lump in my breast. And this happens all the time. Worry or angst and left breast, probably worry or angst with a, a male Right breast, probably worry your ranks with a female, your mom or your daughter or your sister. Or and once we understand that and kind of just work through it and say, well, okay, well, I can, I don't need to be angry with my mom any longer. I mean, or my mother in law, what's up with that? I don't need to do that. 
right, so I'll let that go. I love you. You're good. He'll go away. It happens all the time. I've known several people that's this happened when they just understood how they created it. So think about that with a lump or cancer or canker sore or constipation, whatever it is. It's always a, pretty much as Adam said, who's the matter with you? It always involves somebody else, some other entity. Now, uh, we can also do it, to Adam's point, with ourselves because there's the ego, you know, Patrick, who I think I am, talk show host, Italian, you know, whatever, screenwriter, what I do here on the outer, and then who I really am, my real true self, soul. Oftentimes we have a um, an interaction between these two alleged entities, even though there's only one, we can certainly spend time when we don't understand, as you know, with this ego. And this is like, which most, most of us, the only issues we have are in our mind and it's fighting back and forth. I should do this, shouldn't do that. Oh, I think I'll exercise, no, maybe not. That's all that is. It's just a back and forth between who we are and the programming, which is called the mind, and who we think we are. And this is really the essence of why most, most people, as the saying goes, lead lives of quiet desperation because we don't understand that there's just one in here. Here's something really cool to think about. Uh, phone number, 888 Oh, sorry. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. I'm going to do a little drink. I had kind of a dream experience about this, and the reason I have these is so I can share these. I know, you know, my spiritual master just helped me create these, and you can talk about this. Uh, imagine, if you will, what is, imagine, if you will, who used to say that? Oh, on the Twilight Zone, right? Imagine, if you will. Imagine, if you will. What if, imagine this one. So you're sitting there, right? Imagine if you were, are sitting whatever you're doing, and not one thought or image or future, past, nothing, zero. Quiet. And imagine if it was like that all the time. The only movement we would need to make <clears throat> is what do I want to do? 
Because until we decide what we want to do, think about it, the body won't move. I think I'll get up and wash the dishes. Okay, be great. This um, metaphor or idea is truly, as we work through this paradigm of soul, mind, body, this is really the way it works. And this is how we do take actions to do what we want to do. Because the only things that even cause any issues for us, possible roadblocks or delays or procrastination or concerns, you know, see all those words, concerns or um, is what we think we can or cannot do or should or should not do or whatever. That's it, right? So any kind of disruption or disassociation or or, um, conflict we have is in us. That's it. It's nowhere else. It's in us. So you think, wow, wouldn't it be great if I can just think about what I want to do and do it and be done with it. Now if you do that and you live your life like that, good job. Don't change. Do that. Just keep doing it. You do whatever you want to do. And there's absolutely nobody, nowhere, no how, that's stopping you or me. Nobody. It's, it's really that simple. Now the way I learned, until I understood that I'm the one who's thinking, soul, is that when I came up with these ideas why I can't do something or I don't know if I can do that or, you know, am I good enough to do that or can I really write a screenplay that somebody will buy? You know, that kind of stuff. As I've been understanding how it works, I just ignore it. And that works for a long time even though the negative ideas have some effect on us and they'll but you can get to the point where they're not even there anymore. Because it's just you and I just saying, okay, well, I'm going to get done with the show and we'll see. And then when I'm done here, then I do what I want to do. Then when I do that, then I do what I want to do. And what's the problem? There is no problem. Nobody's stopping me. Nobody's stopping you from doing anything. How can it be that simple? Well, it is. It is. May take a little juxtaposition in your inner world to get to that point, but you can do it if that's what you really want to do. 
man, I just really just want to be okay with where I am right now. And when I'm done doing what I'm doing, I'm going to do something else. This is really, in my opinion, what this this time of 2023 on the earth plane is about is to help us get to this point. Because if we don't get to this point, we'll not get out of this place alive. And I really mean that. (laughs) You won't get out of this place alive. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that, if we stay engaged in the illusion, the matrix, if you will, everything that's going on, all the weird stuff, right? From pedophilia to shootings to wars, um, weird politics, Trump getting arrested, I mean, that's the big story, indicted, all this stuff, right? Vaccines, injections, COVID, all this weird made-up stuff. If we stay involved in that on any level, um, we it's very difficult to just do what you want to do because all that stuff is just hanging in there kind of wanting our attention. And wherever we put our attention, well, there we are. I'm sure you've had instances where you've had this angry thing with phone company or with your significant other or your kid or somebody, neighbor, and you really got into it. And you, you, you have seen how it could almost ruin your whole day. It's very powerful that, you know, that energy, it kind of sticks in there. And it's in there until you work it out. So you can imagine how people, and you've met them, they're very negative and angry and just, they you can't do this, can't do that. How, how terrible of life they have because they just, you know, they don't get it, you know. But we have the awareness not to go down that route and do that. And again, I think that this is what this time that's been called the Great Awakening is about because if we don't really take responsibility and take control of our state of consciousness as we talk about here on Fridays, mostly on Fridays, um, it's not going to end well. Because we, we do create every, everything as a hologram. I think I'm going to play a little video that I, someone sent me from Eric Dubay on the hologram. I might play a little bit of that today. It's very, very interesting how it works. And we can get into that a little bit because this whole thing is just made up. I mean, everything... And the reason I like to think about that and contemplate on it is because for me it's easier to to not get involved with um, frustration or impatience, you know, anger or hate or, or whatever these things are. What do they call them? The seven deadly sins or something like that? When we understand the um, un, 
the unrealness of this this stuff out there that it's not even solid. Our body isn't even solid. The mountains aren't even solid. They may look solid, but they're not. They're just they're just a projection of whatever we, we think they are. I can sit here at the window and look outside. We have a beautiful view of trees and some big hills here in Dripping Springs. And and um, the only reason I see them because I think they're real. And I can go walk on them and say, well, that's real, but they really aren't. I mean, they're no more real than... Uh, dreams you had last night. Same thing, just in a different different reality. So, you know, if you like to study that stuff and look at it and contemplate on it, you could, I think it's, it's really worth it because the more we understand how the unreality of it all, the, the easier it is. It's just not so heavy, right? Our email at Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We're live here about 45 minutes after the hour on the 31st of March. We're really quite taken with this hydrogen technology that we've been doing. It's going to be, well, I think it'll be four years this August. Is that crazy? Four years. I can't prove it, but I absolutely believe deep in my Italian DNA. Is your DNA Italian? I wonder what. In my Italian DNA, that um, this molecular hydrogen is, is very beneficial for the body to breathe it and to drink the water. It's an energy and it's a food. Uh, it doesn't kill anything. It doesn't change. Uh, it's just chi or energy or mojo. Actually, I like to think of it as an aspect of God, hydrogen. The most prolific molecule on the earth plane. Did you know that? Hydrogen, number one. Uh one of the spiritual books that I like to read, Dialogues with the Master, a spiritual, uh, an Eckmaster, Rebazar Tars, is talking to Paul Twitchell. It's a great book, and he just, he just gives him a discourse on how life works. And he talked about hydrogen being the first manifestation of, of spirit. Isn't that pretty cool? The first. He didn't know he was helping me to do a little commercial. We uh, promote the Hydrofix or Holy Hydrogen. It's got two names. We moved to this one uh, because we we just kind of did the research and figured out that it's just, it's just a, a a better uh, just a step up in technology. If you have the other one that we promoted for years, it's fine. You don't need to get this one. But this one is just it's. I think it has a pure stream. Uh, the research shows it's a more food grade 
a little pure. Uh, there is no maintenance, no maintenance. And the other one gets a little tricky with maintenance, and um, this one just keeps on rolling along. You don't have to do anything. And you can finance it, easy payment options, and it makes two quarts of water, and you can breathe the gas and drink the water um, for these and many other reasons. It's the real deal. So if you, if you want to get a hydrogen machine, we have the Holy Hydrogen Hydrofix, oneradionetwork.com, oneradionetwork.com. Use promo code oneradio and you get $100 off and you can order through our website today. I'm talking with Daniel Vitalis about this great pine pollen product. Daniel, talk a minute about uh, why this might be appropriate for the ladies listening. Well, so many women today are looking at bioidentical testosterone therapies. I was surprised at how many women would come to me saying, hey, my doctors put me on bioidentical testosterone. Is pine pollen something I could try? And over the years, what we found is we have just as many women using the pine pollen as we do men. Turns out a lot of women's bodies are low in testosterone. Uh, Both genders have these hormones in them and they're important for both men and women. So a lot of women today, especially perimenopausal and uh, postmenopausal, are finding themselves uh, needing some kind of testosterone support and pine pollens really answered that call. Yes, I have several lady friends that felt better when they took some testosterone. They chose to go the the bioidentical hormone route and we think that the natural whole food pine pollen is a better choice, gals. A consideration. And we have it on sale right now, pine pollen and all. That's not true. But um, all the other stuff is accurate to my understanding and belief system. So gals, if you're in that 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, whatever, I think the, the whole menopause thing is pretty much programmed in. My opinion, you can stay fertile for as long as you want. You know me, I don't, I don't want to believe anything. <laughs> Except God and I are hanging out together. That's about the only thing I know for sure. Anyway, check it out on our website. If you haven't tried our Pearl Seam, it's a wonderful product. It's a, it's a powder that uh, comes in a little green container like this one here, and it's made from pearl, real pearl, a once living source, which is important. And you brush your teeth, and, uh, and you can take it internally with the capsules. I think you'll find my toupees never felt better Never look better. And this is all I use, really. I just, that's it. I've got this. It's all I use. So I'm really grateful for this product. Pearl Sim, it's on oneradionetwork.com. Well, that didn't work, but so we'll just do this. Our email address, we're live here this morning, is Patrick. At one radio network dot com. Patrick at one radio network dot com. So what I think is going on when we get the cold or the flu or we get sick, and the reason I thought about it is because I got some some more of this from Shen Blossom, and this is a Hinoki blood purifier. 
and I kind of got more interested in this because of uh, Darko Valchak's work on uh, the blood, believing that the blood is, is, it gets toxic, and that's what really at the root of most diseases, and that may be true, I don't know. It's above my pay grade to know for sure, you know, because, but it seems, seems reasonable, and why we're doing um, uh, salt and the water, which uh, uh, Darko says that, um, and I think he's onto it, it actually build, builds blood plasma. The salt, sea salt and the water builds the blood plasma, which is all the stuff we want. Red blood cells, white blood cells, and medium. And so, so this little product on, on Shen Blossom through our site is uh, these are tree resins. And they become very popular in Ayurveda, Egyptian healing, traditional Chinese medicine. Um, tree resins are not the same as sap, which is more watery. They say here on the website, Chen Blossom, it does not have the thick, tacky consistency of resin. Resin is also called pitch or tree pitch. And it's a natural secretion that trees produce as they age to protect them against infections and pests. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, this Hinoki is a combination of tree resins that acts as a potent blood purifier. It detoxifies the blood, glands, and tissues of the body more powerfully than our own, any formulas to date. So, the reason I brought this up because this is what I think happens while we get the cold or flu we don't get it. Why we experience cold or flu symptoms is because the body is detoxifying the damaged tissues that we created by mostly um, improper thinking, um, out, of, out of whack thinking. So I took, I got some of the, I took some of this one night, and then yesterday. Crazy. Yesterday, all day long, I was feeling like coming down with something, right? Because we don't come down with anything. But it really is powerful. And I could tell that there was something, something going on with after. And you just do like eight drops. They give you a little, little thing. And just do, not even eight drops. You start out with one or two drops. But you know me, more is better, right? What's worth doing is worth overdoing. But I've done it before, so I know that I can do it without causing issues. But you can start with one or two drops. That's it. And it will, it will purify the blood. Now, whenever we purify something through changing our consciousness or letting go of an old thought form that's not serving us, the, the tissues... Um, And this is just my theory. I'm not sure how it works on the physical. Just my theory. It could be wrong, but this is what I, I believe happens is that these exosomes, viruses, bacteria, parasites, 
as the energy is released from whatever, the lungs or the kidney or the liver or anywhere in the body, the knee, because of imbalanced thinking, buying into, you know, thoughts and ideas that aren't serving us, like somebody can kill me or whatever. Um, As that energy is released spiritually, then it's also released in the body because body-mind is just one thing, one hologram, right? It just is. It's released at that moment. Similar to German New Medicine, when we released the trauma, we see the trauma was how Grandpa used to abuse us, or whatever, mentally, emotionally. And then once you see that that, that's at the root of something, then you say, wow, well. And then once you release it, by just understanding how it started, your German New Medicine, then the body will release it. But then the body has to release it on the physical stuff, in my opinion. And this is where the parasites and the um, the viruses and stuff come in that are in the body, right? Bacteria, fungus. I think all these things are there for a reason. And in my opinion, after all these years of looking at this, I don't see a need ever, ever to try to kill any of them. Just my opinion, you can do it. I know people use colloidal silver and ozone and and parasite cleanses and all this, but my opinion, you don't need to. They're there for a reason. And I think it causes more trouble than than it's worth trying to kill some. There's no germs. So what are we trying to kill? But we humans, and I've done it for years and years, so I'm not giving you a hard time because I've done it. We always felt like we needed to intercept and and get involved and kill something because we're doing something. Souls are, we're funny. We really think that we have to, if we're not worrying about something, then we're not living, we're not surviving. Seriously, check it out. You can get rid of, you can let go of everything that you've ever worried about and work on that, all of it. House payments, relationship, just work on just getting rid of it all and just trusting God, you're gonna be fine. And before you know it, the programming in our mind, which we're integrated with, and we'll think, it's our thoughts, we'll think about something to worry about. It just will. I don't care what it is. Because we, we've done it for so long, you know, this idea of, oh, I just can't relax and just be free. And that would be, that would be too much. I mean, I, I don't deserve that. I could, whoa. How could that be possible, right? I mean, that would just be too much. That'd be too cool. That'd be too, whoa, whoa. 
But that's, that's our, this is our birthright. To just be happy. And we've all spent so many lifetimes thinking about the past or the future that, uh, but that'll all leave once you really understand it. Boy, you'd be surprised. And I'm always looking at this and seeing how it works and spending time every day just sitting, not thinking about anything. The feeling that comes up with just this connection to God and knowing that everything is okay. You're going to be fine. You're just going to be fine. You'll find yourself doing things that you really want to do, like clean your house or write a letter or whatever. Life, you know. But we have been programmed to, you know, to not think that we deserve it or to be too cool, to be just too, too cool just to be okay. Be too much, I couldn't know if I could stand. If you want to understand how the human, oops, gosh, how the human condition works, you can go to a coffee shop and just sit there and listen, and listen to as many conversations as you can. This pretty much is the human condition. And most everybody is complaining about something or worried about something or don't understand. And I'm not criticizing these people because we've all done it, but it's just not normal. Why? It's just not normal. We've made it normal, but it's not. I mean, we spend our whole lives worrying about something, thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, or tonight, or two hours from now. It's very hard on the body. Which is you know, one of the reasons why the body, quote, ages, unquote. And the more you and I get this, the less the body ages, and the, this new body that we create every, every day with our thoughts and ideas and images begins to resemble or be a reflection of who we are on a deep level, and we become more attractive, if you will, or more imbalanced, or whatever the term is. So, I, I've mentioned this before, but a few months ago, I, I really, you know, as you know, let me show you the thing. This is our kind of trademark thing, it's, and it's a great title, and I like it. It takes a long time to get young, um, but I was taking that a little bit uh, literally for a while, for for a long time, and uh, changed my viewpoint on it over time. So the idea of young and old is just made up too. So that'll that'll kind of get you into a a head spinner. But I really saw how clearly 
my goal is not to get young, because I don't even know what that is, or or not to get not old, because what is that? It's just a, some concept. But to, just to create, knowing that I create my body every day with who I am and what I do and what I think, and I'm going to express that in my face and m- muscles and body and booty and whatever in any way that it is exact replica of what I believe my state of consciousness. And who cares what it looks like? You know, this whole idea, you know, this whole beauty, Hollywood, young, and Botox, I mean, it's so out of whack. Isn't it? It's just crazy. The more we're just who we are, the more attractive and pleasant we are, regardless if we have crinkles or whatever, who cares? It's just who we are. And this is what people are attracted to, is authenticity. Not you or Patrick looking like we're 30 again, or young, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a, it's just another trap. It's so easy to get trapped into some kind of head spinner, you know. These ideas are just, because it doesn't matter. Because if you're with somebody that really has an issue about the way you look, well, I would just move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. Or if you, this is good too, and it's actually one of my screenplays, if you look in the mirror and you don't like the way you look, I would think about that one. Because what you're really saying to yourself is I don't like who I am. Because the way we look in the mirror is who we are. So if you don't like the way you look, I would just start thinking about really loving yourself for who you are and what you do and how you do your life and then and then love the way you look regardless of what it is compared to anybody else because it's just this whole thing is all made up beauty this whole which I think one of the reasons is why Hollywood is just falling apart because they built their entire uh, network their entire meme on beauty and sexiness and all that. And it's just all, it's all nonsense. So back to the body. When then this damaged tissue has to leave when we release it spiritually, um, this is what causes flu symptoms and cold symptoms and whatever symptoms. So the symptoms I was getting after taking this little guy yesterday, I really enjoyed it. I could feel it. It was like I was getting the flu. So I could feel like the body was getting rid of some something. I don't know what. And this is what happens. And sometimes we create mucus depending on uh, how much has got to come out. Uh, we, You can create all kinds of pains discomfort in the stomach, um, headaches, chills, anything, any number of things. 
And it's all just whatever the body is trying to do to help get rid of um, the, the, uh, the damaged tissue, which we damage through mostly um, poor thinking, but also with chemicals and stuff, but mostly. If you put that one at the top and you take care of that one, I think, I think that takes care of everything, in my own opinion. Just, it's, all, it's all good after that. So then we, we feel bad and get a little, but if you just get into it and know that it's a perfect thing, it's almost fun because it's fun feeling yucky if you know that this is good. So it's a big difference between feeling yucky and say, well, I caught something, I have to get rid of it, and then I know, then start taking things like colloidal silver or whatever or, or whatever to kill something. I think all these natural things are, have not been well thought out, just like uh, the unnatural things. Chlorine dioxide, what's, what's that one called? Miracle mineral supplement, or miracle? Yeah, I, I mean, we thought we were doing okay, and it'll help the body to detox, but we're not killing anything. We just aren't. To me, that's the most cure. Wow. It's like, to me, that's like a big deal. Uh, this is OneRadioNetwork.com or email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Phone lines are coming on any moment now. And I find it interesting that on the big picture in the world of politics and and stuff like that, and the medical model, it's all about killing something, right? Let me have a little drink here. It's really good. I put a bunch of coconut oil in there and some heavy cream and a little bit of coffee and wow. I love the coconut oil in there. What do they call that? The what do they call that? Um, um, bulletproof coffee. You get that fat in there and cream with a little bit of caffeine. It um, it uh, keeps you going. That energy. Yeah, I fell off the coffee wagon. I'll, I'll get back to where I was. Where was I? Oh, killing. I'll write that down. It was funny. I hadn't drunk coffee for about, oh, I don't know, six months or so. Cause, you know, my sleeping sometimes gets a little wonky. So I thought, well, that's the last thing I need is caffeine, even if it's the first thing in the morning. And then the other day, about a week ago, I was in the HEB and I was walking down an aisle and I saw they have this organic coffee that you can get in bulk and just get a little bit. I said, well, I should have a cup of coffee just for fun. So I got like a little bit grounded up. and I really enjoyed it. I just really liked it. So why did there's no, I didn't get stoned or crazy or didn't affect me in a negative way whatsoever. Didn't have a, didn't have a big up so I didn't have a big down. It was just kind of, I think it's the cream. I think the cream and the, do you, have you tried, you know, 
the coconut oil, I think the bulletproof, the fat helps to, to smooth out any kind of caffeine stuff. So I thought, well, I'm just going to have a little bit every day for a bit until I don't want to. Because for me, to listen to somebody, I don't care who it is, the Dalai Lama, the Mayo Clinic, Adam Bergstrom, Darko Velchak, all the people I really love and trust their, you know, well-researched people to say something is good or bad, I don't really care. No, no, not being disingenuous to those folks because who cares what they think? I mean, no, we love talking to them, we get ideas, but I mean, who cares what they think as far as what I'm going to do for me or experiment with? So, well, you know, if I get a little bit of enjoyment from a cup of coffee and it's kind of fun, just to have a little fun thing in the morning while answering emails, I'm going to do that for a while. So that's my story about off the wagon, falling off the coffee wagon. So anyway, killing. It's really what the the medical model and the geopolitical model is about. They're always trying to kill something. Don't you find that interesting? That's all they want to do. Cancer cells, let's kill it. Get chemo, let's kill them. Bacterial infections, which we know it's the body just healing, right? Like in the case of pneumonia, the body's healing damaged tissues in the lung, lungs, and they give somebody anti, uh, they give somebody a, what do they call them? Antibiotic. It kills the bacteria eating up the dead tissue. The person feels better, but the body still needs to get the dead tissue out of there and the pneumonia comes back. Happens all the time. Anyway, so it's all about killing. Politics, geopolitics, the medical model, even the natural food. Most of the natural foodies, they're still in the killing people. They don't get what we know or believe. Let me say believe. I don't want to get too dogmatic here. But they use colloidal silver and hydrogen peroxide and whatever. Same thing. Same idea, just a little more natural, whatever that means. So we don't have to kill anything. That takes a little load off, doesn't it? Whoa. Whoa. You know, I don't have to kill something. You don't have to go into Iraq or Afghanistan or Libya or wherever, Vietnam, and kill somebody because first time I really first time I really got this was hmm, I guess in the in the 60s when I was in the Navy. 
just started to get a sense. I was on a little island in the South Pacific, so I wasn't being shot at in Vietnam when Vietnam was just really heating up. You know, the end of uh, President Johnson and then Nixon. Um, I was just really beginning to understand, man, this is crazy. Thousands of Americans are being killed in far-off jungles of Vietnam, and they just made, who knows why they were there. I mean, maybe it was just a, just a military-industrial complex bonus to buy helicopters and and the stuff that this country did to ancient orange and burning, killing, I don't know how many millions of Vietnamese. For what? The whole thing was just terrible. And when you really looked at it, and I got that, I said, man, this is stupid. What are they doing? Oh, I think the argument of the day was, I don't, I don't even remember exactly, but I think it was something like, oh, these are communists and these are bad people and if we don't stop them here in Vietnam, the Viet Cong, the communists, they could end up in the West Coast someday. And now the whole West Coast is filled with communists, so that, obviously that didn't work. That's all you got in California is a bunch of communists, Marxists. Isn't that weird? You see how that works karmically? We were told in the late 60s that if we did not go in and kill the Viet Cong, that they would someday end up in California. And now they're in California. Communist, Marxist. That they're just delusional. Everything's got to be equal. The government's going to take care of everything. You don't need to pay for anything. Government's going to do it. You don't need police. It's just too violent. Whatever their crackers thinking de jour is, yeah, there's no such thing as a boy or girl. No, no. You can change if you want. All this woke communist ideology, ideology, it's in California a lot. A lot. And it's getting it's getting even worse. Do you know in California now? I'll tell you how bonkers it is? They're wanting to just outlaw building new homes with gas and have to be electric. I don't think they're gonna go after the gas stoves in in same way in New York. Can you imagine that? And in my opinion it's all about control. They just want to control, have better control over what you and I do. And they can control the grid, electric, much easier than they can control the gas. Gas is a bit more independent. People have uh, tanks like we do buried in the ground out here. So you can get that, keep that thing filled up with propane and there's no, there's no person involved with saying how much you can use and how much you can't. With electricity, they, the boys, can control it all like they've been trying to do for years with smart meters and, 
and uh, and the people that have the smart meters, they're able to turn off your AC and if you're using too much. It's just about control. These people have control issues. But now they're blaming gas on global warming. Do you believe it? So they want to, California, New York, they want to ban gas stoves, which is the only real way to cook real food, as every chef on the earth will tell you. I guarantee you, you're not going to go into a restaurant where there's real chefs and get and see electric stoves. Gas is the only way to cook with, in my opinion. You can do a little bit of flame, a little bit. It's, the energy is perfect. You can sear things, put it up high. You can simmer things perfectly, adjusting the gas. So it's all about control. These people are communist, Marxist, and they just believe that they need to control you because you're just not smart enough to take care of yourself. Pretty much what communism is. We're going to take care of everything. You don't have to do anything. Which is the whole, you know, the whole Davos Klaus Schwab, you'll own nothing and be happy and eat bugs. So this is a worldwide um, force that is trying to encourage you and I to do everything that you and I know, which is the right way. To take responsibility, to think about what we want, to feel what we want, to know what we want, and to do it. That's, they don't want to do it. They don't want us to do that. Because then we just get too, too cranky, too, no. Too, too smart. Could be a problem. If you start thinking about what's going on, it could be a problem. You can't really think about it. This could be a problem. You can't really think about these injections are killing you. Just take them. Come on. What's up with that? Just take them. And millions did. And millions are dying. We've had quite a few emails over the last year or two since we've been talking about our theory and belief that we believe is true that there are no viruses and there are no germs and we don't catch anything and yada yada. That people email and they say, well, I don't know, I took, I did David Brownstein's protocol with vitamin C and and um, iodine and it cured COVID, so I think you're wrong, I had COVID. But you can do a lot of different things while you're detoxing that could speed it up or do absolutely nothing but the, the idea that you took something while your body is detoxing and then you quit detoxing doesn't, correlation is not causation. Just because you, you took iodine or vitamin C 
while you were detoxing doesn't mean that you killed something. You know what I'm saying? So you just can't, you can, but I don't recommend that you correlate something unless, and say that's the cause. And people do it all the time because they want to believe that what they took killed something and that's what cured a virus that doesn't exist because they don't want to let go of the idea that there is no virus. And I get that, and that's fine. Trust me, we have had lifetimes, maybe. I don't know. I don't recall four or five lifetimes ago. I don't know if I believed in germs back then. It might be interesting to go back there or go there. There's no back. The lifetime is happening right now. That's a trip when you think about that. And understand, I should do that research sometime. I really would like to know back in 1340, well, I think 1500, didn't they believe in the plague? They had the plague and like in King Henry time, so they believed in something was going on. So I guess they believed in germs. Okay, let's do let's do a few emails here. It's okay, Doodle. It's okay. Do you hear? She was dreaming. Okay. Dear Patrick, I, I enjoyed your recent guest who called himself A.B. Irato, or Tim, psychologist. A.B. Irato is Latin for from anger. Hmm, really? Do you happen to have his email address? He was funny and accurate. He calls on the orange president, Trumple Stiltskin, I think this was accurate. They will use both carrot and stick, but the carrot does not work, so the stick will get bigger. Yeah, he's fun, and it's fun to talk about this. But from my perspective, I don't. You know, I, I don't have a lot of energy. I don't have any energy for digging into all of the, the untruths out there. I see. I don't care, and I'm, this is no disrespect to Tim, and we'll probably have him back on. I don't care. What does it matter? Do you care? I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, there's so much. Um, The use of this digital technology is so pervasive, we have no idea what we are seeing is even 
near real. We just don't know. So much of it just totally controlled. Even this thing in, in Tennessee. I suspect it happened. But there's some people that, that, believe, that believe it didn't even happen. That the whole, these whole, this whole thing is just a, a uh, controlled demolition. They just created it all. How would you know? Except if you have TV, you saw it on TV, or you read it on, on the internet. Does that mean it's true? Does that mean it happened? There's going to be another one. You watch. Real or not, there's going to be another one any day now, another killing, because they want the guns. He's coming. They, they want the guns because if they get you without the guns, they can do a lot more. Oh, this is a lady that's going on about she listens to Crow. She listens about half of all the shows and kind of keep an open mind. And she's got a, she's got a daughter-in-law that um, have a baby. It's just amazing that this goes on. A four-month-old that they're telling her. So what they, my understanding is they have, I have for my daughter-in-law is that his blood doesn't have an enzyme that repairs blood cells. There's all these restricted foods, no direct sunlight. Can you imagine? Don't get out in the sun. He had a blood transfusion and perked right up after being an easy baby, but he he's barely four months old, and really the doctor said he has to stay away from most medications. Always scheduled, already scheduled for another transfusion. I, you know, I hear these stories and it just breaks my heart because uh, I know that this is all made up. Come on. Kids' blood just don't stop making enzymes. Probably a nutritional thing. Probably a... Um, karmic thing going on with mom and dad and the, what they're thinking and their fears which transfers to the kid and I don't do medical advice but I just advise to her just do everything you can to get your kid out from under these people blood transfusions and all that they'll just he'll never make it out alive if you put your and this is just my opinion but if you put your um, your faith in these people that are just clueless medical doctors. Not going to end well. 
Then she said, well, I have, take care of my, this one, and I have them two or three days a week, what can I do if I can't talk to my daughter? She trusts the medical doctors. Well, just feed them good food. That's what you do and love them. He'll perk up. The baby wasn't very lively, wasn't talking much. And feed them good food. Best food you know. They'll come around. They just will. They just will. I mean, there's no reason for them not to. What's going to stop them from getting, from healing? There's nothing in the body, any germ or infection or anything. It's all, it's all just an imbalance through spiritual, emotional, mental things. And maybe, I think this lady was vegan for her, her a long time. And that can do it too. So being vegan is not, not a good thing to do. Hi Patrick, I've written to you before about my niece, my niece using Dr. Brownstein's protocol curing her COVID. Well, there's no COVID, so you know, you're dealing on a false paradigm right now. I'd like to clarify, she wasn't psychosomatic and didn't even believe or follow the news. She was very sick. Well, um, nothing seemed to give her relief until she utilized Dr. Brown. Okay. The reason I wrote to you about this experience is not to lend credence to the mainstream view on viruses, rather literally feeling how nutrition, yeah, that's good, nutrition supports the body. There's no need to kill anything. Yeah, I mean, you, you take these things and and it's going to help the detoxification. I guess. I don't know. I've never, I've never found any difference. I, I always felt like, uh, Gabby, that my, my uh, I got done detoxing just when I got done. I get, you can do vitamin C in that, it won't hurt, but you know, you're not killing anything and there's no COVID, so. Um, you kind of let it go, right? I found over these years that so many people have such this belief in a virus that they want to argue that there is a virus. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Uh, why not argue that there's not or try to prove yourself wrong and wouldn't you feel a lot better once you know that there's no germs? Why would you want to argue that there is a germ? It's just an ego thing, not wanting to, to accept that the idea that there are no germs because 
You believed it for so long. So go the other way. Look into it and say, well, well maybe Lanka and Kaufman and Cowan and Vollmer and Sell and Lando and Stone and the Baileys and all of them more and more. Steve Falconer. That know that because nobody's ever proved it and then really look into it. And so you can prove to yourself if you if you really think about it and think critically about it and let go of the idea just because you believed it for so long. That's really just an ego thing. Nothing more. Oh no, it can't be that. The earth has got to be round because really? Well, I believed it for fifty years, so it's gotta be. If I if I would go to a stationary earth, I'd really be stupid, right? No, you'd be smart, because then you'd quit believing something that's really not right. Doesn't that make sense? But no, we humans, man, we just like... We just like to keep it going, because we don't want to admit that we were confused. I do. I love it. To me, it's my favorite thing. Then you get to move on and do something else. Whoa. Um, <laughs> oh, we got a flat earth question. Okay. Hold on a minute. I've got to. These are cool. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Surthrival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, Chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And Reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Surthrival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. Bet your boots, baby. Reishi's really fun. I love reishi because I have some right here that you can uh, you can take at night too, or before you do meditation thing. And I'll take a little hit right now. Boy, he really does them up too. Ooh, look at this one. 
Hmm. Organic Rishi. All this from Seth Rival and uh, Daniel Vitalis. <laughs> okay. Before, yeah, well, let's do this flat earth thing. I haven't read this, but it's always fun. It's always fun. Let's see if I can get it so I can read it. Okay. Many thanks for your note. I'm not sure what note he's talking about. We love your show. Your positivity, positivity, and at the risk of repeating your voice. So when we heard your story, of course we want to help the best we can. Oh, that's what I think somebody donated to us. In fact, we do have a small question for the next time you have a flat earther on your show or maybe you just might know the answer yourself. As a preface, we are minimum minimum globe skeptics, skeptics and basically convinced by the immovable earth. Huh. Thinking that on a flat plane, the lines of longitude should continue to diverge in the south, whereas in the globe, they converge from the equator towards the supposed south pole. Therefore, on a flat earth, the distance for each degree of longitude on the south should be greater than the distance to the north. We found nearly similar north and south flights that are at equivalent latitudes. This gets a little ginky for me, and I just, so I won't even continue to read, but this person has obviously really thought about it. See, I'm pretty, thank you, um, David. I'm, I'm really not geeky when it comes to this stuff. I don't understand all of that, but these there are some people that like to look at it like that, and I appreciate that. For me, it's just more of a, I just know it. You know, it's just an intuition more than anything after doing the research, and I just know that I'm not moving at 66,000 miles an hour or spinning at a thousand miles an hour and just sit there and go outside and sit on the grass and you tell me you're moving. Just not. No evidence that gravity exists. We've never seen one photo, not one, of this alleged round earth surrounded by space. They're all computer generated, every one of them, and you can prove because once a computer generates an image, and there's people who have done this, Steve Falconer and David Wise and others, once you, once you begin with a computer image, which is what they have to do because we're not spinning around in space, you can prove that it's a computer because it just is. It's different from film. There may be a day one time when they can, with the technology where they can actually make up a CGI and prove that it's a photo and what they're probably working on if they're not they should because it's the only thing that <clears throat> they've got now right <clears throat> so I mean we're just not just not spinning
the idea of an immovable earth too is so beneficial to you if you get into it and understand it and realize it on a deep level because this concept of time takes on a whole new level of awareness that's very powerful. For once we know on a deep spiritual level that there is no time, in reality, for us as soul, there's time down here, but it only affects us if we believe that it exists. We can experience time in a sense because when you have matter, energy, space, and time, if you have space, even though it's an illusion, you have to have time to navigate a certain amount of space. So even though, you know what I'm saying? So if you, So say you're on a on a flat, immovable surface and you want to go from California to New York and even though it's not physical, it's a hologram, but you believe it is, then you believe in the idea that it's going to take a certain amount of time to traverse the space between California and New York. Now if you just go there and you know it's just all made up, then there is no time. Or you can buy any of the idea. Well, it takes three hours. And that's that's another reason why the body ages, because we just bought in the idea that there's we've just covered three hours of time. And when we do that, then the body has to do something. And during that magical three hours we created in our mind, and it'll it'll age, because it's gotta do something. But when you don't believe in time, well, then it doesn't do anything because it's just sitting here, not moving. So the days and nights get pretty tricky because we know that the sun and moon go around, on, around on top of us, which gives us the idea of day and night. Or if we're here, say Patrick's here, and the sun comes around and it looks like the sun is coming up over the horizon and then it goes out again, but it's really just going out of view. It's not going over the horizon because the earth is not spinning. So it looks like it is. Sun sets in the west. It doesn't set, it just goes out of view. So that's the only thing that's moving is the earth is the moon and the sun. We are not moving. So all of these um, inappropriate ideas, or not inappropriate, but false paradigms like time and sun setting and earth spinning and, you know, the rest of it, that um, in time and a month from now or April 31st, 30 days from now, and all of these concepts that we buy into is... Uh, uh, one of the reasons why the body ages like uh, like normal. Is that normal? Well, you know what I mean. Per usual. Hey, Patrick, uh, 
That was a great radio show you did with Dr. D. Wish she could stay on eternity. I'm just curious if you guys are just taking a break from your phones or are you doing... Oh, no, the, the break is that um, our phones are out. Oh, you know what? I've got a new... I wonder if I reboot that, it's going to